Shavua Tov, everybody. Welcome to our podcast for Pesach. I recently came across a book called Children's Letters to God. I'd like to read some of these letters to you. I think you'll notice the theme here. Children have this contagious sense of naivete and mystery and a really fresh perspective on the world. Here's the first one. Dear God, are you real? Some people don't believe it. If you are, you better do something quick. Harriet N. Dear God, I wrote you before, you remember? Well, I did what I promised, but you did not send me the horse yet. What about it, Lewis? Dear God, what is it like when you die? Nobody will tell me. I just want to know. I don't want to do it. Your friend, Mike. Dear God, could you write more stories? We've already read all the ones you've written and begun again. Gratefully, Emily. Dear God, are boys better than girls? I know you are one, but try to be fair, Sylvia. Spiritually, I think this is something we all crave, to be like children again, to regain that ability to rest in the mystery and wonder that holds life's joys and sorrows with respect, to fully feel our emotions again like we did when we were children. Pablo Picasso once said, it took me four years to learn how to paint like Raphael, but a lifetime to paint like a child. Pesach is the holiday of children, from the four children to the mitzvah of Mincha, to doing all kinds of strange things during the seder ceremony. To make the kids ask questions, it's really all about the children. And if you think about it, there's really, this is the way we see B'nai Israel at this stage of the story, in the story of Sefer Shemot, we're in our national infancy. Unlike the time in the Midbar later on, which was our national adolescence, there really are no tests of B'nai Israel's free will during the story of Yetziat Mitzrayim, the Exodus. That's really just not the goal of the story. The Hachamim, in fact, are actually pretty bothered by this lack of human initiative. They make this Midrash about Nachshon ben Aminadav being the first one to jump into the Yamsuf. But that is nowhere to be found in the text of the Torah. So instead of hearing about B'nai Yisrael passing any kind of test, the focus of Yesiyat Mitzrayim is B'nai Yisrael being taken care of by God like a little child in the hands of their parent. One of the central themes of the Exodus story is, of course, Hashem Yilachim Lachim Atem Taharishun, God will fight for you, you just be silent. In other words, just remain calm, let go, and let God. This is not the holiday where we focus on human free will or initiative but on the unknowable will of God Almighty. These past few years, I've spent a lot of time thinking about the concept of grace, or what the Torah calls hen. We see so many instances of hen in the Torah, with many Nevi'im asking for something, if I found favor in your eyes. And in fact, in the story of the Exodus, we hear about God gave the grace of the nation, into the eyes of the Egyptians, we were able to take and plunder Egypt and strip it of all its riches. Rashi even says, Even what we wouldn't ask for, they would give to us. And the Gemara goes a step further. It says, they gave us more than we needed. We said, enough, we don't need anymore. It was against our will. And they still gave it to us. So this concept of Han is at play. It seems that Han... Grace is this mysterious, overwhelming external force. It captures somebody and inexplicably causes them to deal kindly 
with other people. And of course, who possesses hen more than children? But the hen of Mitzrayim was a more mature type of the hen of childhood that Hashem is now trying to teach Bnei Israel. We're overwhelmed. We know not. We're forced into a situation where we need to fully submit ourselves and stand in awe of the grandeur and oceanic glory of God Almighty. We have absolutely no choice but to rely on the enigmatic and inexplicable kindness and grace of God. So what is this hand of God? What is grace? Where does it come from? How do we get it? All we know is the more we try to control it and get our hands on it, the less of it we end up having. So I think every year, Pesach reminds us about this mystery of God's kindness and grace. Pesach reminds us that no matter what we've been through, life can and will redeem itself. And we can return to that state of childlike wonder. We can have a new beginning, like the beautiful spring budding all around us today. Depression and sadness come from focusing too much on the limits of what life can be. Happiness, on the other hand, comes from a focus on the possibilities of what your life can become if you only trust in God. Being a child means you're not yet jaded by life. You have this unadulterated faith that life can be unceasingly beautiful and meaningful despite the uncertainty of it all. It's trying to return us to that idyllic view of the Garden of Eden when we were prepubescent, before we had any knowledge of the consciousness that we have today. So bottom line, I think God knows. We have no idea what lies ahead in our lives. So instead of insisting on outcomes and constantly seeking to control everything in our lives, every Pesach we're reminded of our national and personal childhood, a time when we knew how to trust, a time when we were open to God's amazing grace. So as we move forward into the rest of the year, let us take this opportunity to recommit ourselves to grace. Let's recommit to trusting in God. And let's remind ourselves that sometimes the child in us contains more wisdom than we could have ever known. Thank you very much. And Shavuot Tov.